The final weekend of the NBA regular season is upon us. How will the Memphis Grizzlies handle it? Your guess is as good as ours, but Coach Cole and Coach Mullinax, we got you covered. We're going to tell you how we would handle this final regular season weekend if we were running the Memphis Grizzlies, plus who we want to see come out of the play-in tournament and who we don't want to see in a 2-7 matchup next here on Locked On Grizzlies. Let's lock in. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another installment of Locked on Grizzlies, a Friday edition of Locked on Grizzlies. It is Friday. It feels so good. I'm here once again with my wonderful co-host, Michael Cole. The sun is shining, hopefully, where you are. And even if it's not literally shining, at least it is figuratively shining because you've got myself and Michael talking Memphis Grizzlies with you to head off and start off the final weekend of this NBA regular season. This episode of Locked On Grizzlies is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. We are proud members of the Locked On Podcast Network here at Locked On Grizzlies, your team each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can find us over on YouTube as well. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe, all those fun things. Continue to make DeMichael and I here at Locked On Grizzlies part of your NBA playoff experience. It's almost here to Michael. It's like Christmas Eve for NBA basketball fans. Uh, one more weekend to get through. It's a holiday weekend. Happy Easter to everybody who celebrates. And obviously uh, coming out of the holiday, it is the play-in tournament and then the playoffs, which the Memphis Grizzlies will once again be a part of. DeMichael Cole, it's so good to see you. Commercial appeal beat writer covering the Memphis Grizzlies. We, we're almost there. We're on the press. Almost the, there. The next yeah. time that we are together on Monday's episode, we're going to have a play in tournament to discuss. We're going to have some answers. This is mm. this NBA season, not even the full season, whole, but the last couple of weeks. Doesn't it feel like a complicated, like chemistry equation? Look, the hardest class I ever took. Uh, shout out to all the engineers out there, but mm. physics. Mm. Uh, I took physics in high school, and I'll never forget, Joe. We in physics class. It was the first time in my life. Uh, we it took it filled up my entire front sheet of my my paper. Yep. And we got to the end of the to get the answer from the Oof. top of the paper all the way down to the bottom. You know, you can usually write a whole three point five essay oh, on yeah. a sheet of paper. It took us that long to answer one of three questions on the physics, and that's when I knew this is this isn't for me. But how does that relate to the Grizzlies? Well, every day something is changing, and you just don't know what's going to happen. That's me in physics. I didn't know what I was doing. Thank goodness I made it out of that class. Shout out to Doctor Dubose, wherever you are out there. Doctor Dubose, what what? <laughs> but man, uh, it's one day. It's oh, the the, the Clippers are at five. The next day, it's the Warriors at five, and, and then it's the Lakers at six, Lakers at eight, the Timberwolves at seven. Eight. It's every single game, and I think I said this on yesterday's episode too, every mm-hmm. single game is so important. 
and it's just so fun. I mean, the play-in was a grand slam. So we we complain a lot about these this this new CBA stuff that they're coming up with and all this this in-season tournament, which I think is horrible. But but uh, all that's beside the point. Joe, I'm super excited to see. You know, when we get back on Monday, we'll finally have some answers. You know, get some answers to this physics equations that is uh, the NBA season. And we'll have an answer to the question that we're about to ask one another here momentarily yeah. because everything that you just outlined is absolutely true to Michael. Who has any idea who is going to actually be in this play-in tournament, right? Especially in the Western Conference. In the East, it's set, right? You've got Toronto, Chicago, I think it's Miami and Atlanta. Those are the four teams that are in the play-in. They're, they're locked. In the West, it could be any five or six teams, right? It, it's yeah, still very yeah. wide open in the Western Conference heading into the Friday night slate of games, yeah. including the Memphis Grizzlies, who you and I cover. So obviously Memphis is not going to fall below three. It's very likely they're going to be the two seed. But they play the Milwaukee Bucks, and then they play the Oklahoma City Thunder on Sunday, a game that could yeah. be very meaningful to the Thunder, could mean nothing at all to the Memphis Grizzlies. But because of the play-in tournament now, DeMichael, Memphis essentially has a bye week, right? The play-in tournament starts, I think, either Monday or Tuesday. April 11th through the 14th. You so you, you you got a nice little yeah. window there where you so can you're, practice. You're going to have, I'm guessing, they'll even give the guys a couple of days off and then maybe have three Ooh. practices in a row. <laughs> yeah, no days off for us, unfortunately, DeMichael. It's playoff time here at Lockdown Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, but for them days off and then that you know thankfully we have somebody that's on the grizzlies beat that can maybe go to some practices give us some content to discuss um but i, I think that the the general question i have for you and you can ask it back to me after yeah how would coach cole okay you are coach jenkins is not there this weekend he has other things to do coach cole has taken over the memphis grizzlies for the weekend how would you approach the grizzlies being up two games in the western conference with two games to go they play the bucks tonight they play the Thunder on Sunday. You have essentially five days off after that. Do you sit everybody and avoid injury? Do you continue to play and try to find a groove? It's There's no more back-to-backs. That's officially done for the Grizzlies, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. do you just keep playing? Do you limit their minutes? How would you approach these last couple of games? Because what your opponent does is irrelevant. Milwaukee has clinched the number one seed in the NBA overall. They may play yeah. nobody. You go into Oklahoma City on Sunday afternoon, and it could be the entire season on the line for the Thunder. So how do you approach these last two games if you are Coach Cole, head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies? Well, let's say this first. I'm, I'm Coach Cole, head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. Hmm. But at the same time, I'm a disciple from the Taylor Jenkins tree, right? Oh. Uh, just like he came from the Popovich in the, in the uh, Budenholzer backgrounds. I've come from the Taylor Jenkins background. So I, I got to insert some of his principles when I answer this, Joe. And, and some of the principles are as simple as this. I, I love pairings. I love rotational. You know, we got you can't just throw guys out there and say, hey, we're going to give them some minutes. It's got to make sense. So since it's got to make sense, I'm going to I'm going to use the same starters. I'm going to use the same, you know, bench guys. But first half, pretty regular rotation minutes. And then the second half, you kind of phase out. Try to keep Ja uh, maybe 20 minutes or so and, 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 and Jaron Jackson Jr. and all those guys in that range. But you want to match up the parents. You want to start that second quarter with Desmond Bain playing alongside Tyus Jones, Luke Kennard. And, and, and those group and Jaron Jackson Jr. And you want to, you know, get uh, John Morant onto the floor with Dylan Brooks and, and the group that they play uh, with. But that's a big part of it. I think you got to get these parents right 
And then when you get to the second half, uh, you want to see David Roddy. You still want to see guys, a lot of the guys who could potentially impact uh, the roster. Of course, in the fourth quarter, let Kenneth Lofton Jr., let Vince Williams, let uh, you know Kenny Chandler get some run there. But if we're being honest here, from my perspective of this show, uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr., as fun as he is to watch, he's on a two-way contract. Vince Williams, mm-hmm. he's on a two-way contract, even if you wanted to. You can't use those guys in the postseason. They've both spent a lot of time getting development with the hustle. So development is important, but we, we've got enough development for the season. This is all about the playoffs right now. Yeah, let those guys get some run in the fourth. But right now we want we go, let Xavier Tillman get some extended run in that third quarter as he goes back to the bench. He has to get more you know, used to playing with those guys coming off the bench, right? He's been playing with the starting lineup. And then if Steven Adams, when Steven Adams gets back, uh, he goes to the bench. So there's the adjustment there. But if it's the simple answer for me is you play the starters, but you play them in small dosages. You don't, you don't, you want to avoid the rust. The job talked about rust a little bit last season. Uh, you saw early in that se- series against the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves kind of came out, you know, really punching the Grizzlies. So uh, with that being said, you want to get these guys some time on the floor. I'm glad you said the, the rust, because that's exactly what I was going to bring up. The fact that the Timberwolves who were in the play Right, that's how the Timberwolves yeah, got came in hot. Right, they're going to keep playing, whereas the Grizzlies will not be. So I think because of that, they need to play both of these games. They need to treat it like a preseason game. Play the whole first half normally. I'm with you on that. Start the third quarter that way, and then you reevaluate. If Coach Mullinax was at the helm, we would reevaluate after that third quarter and say, okay. This game doesn't matter. We can let mm-hmm. Kennedy Lofton Jr. and Vince Williams. Because to your point, those guys are not going to be with the team as of Sunday night, Monday afternoon. Yeah. They're they're no longer active. Two-way contracts yeah. can't dress and play in the postseason. So I would still let them get run in both of these fourth quarters coming up. I don't want my guys to get rusty. And if for whatever reason, especially the Bucks game, if Memphis is only up five yeah. going into the fourth quarter, Maybe you just play it like a normal game. Because you need those fourth out. quarter reps too, right? Correct. <laughs> right. And it also, again, matchups are important here. Mm-hmm. If Milwaukee decides to sit everybody, then it doesn't make as much sense for Ja to go up against a third-string point guard. But if Drew yeah. Holiday's out there, if Giannis is out there, mm-hmm. those are meaningful reps to try to stay sharp. You can't say on one hand that you want to go into the playoffs playing your best basketball and then not have your best players play basketball for an entire week. It it doesn't add up. It doesn't compute to go back to your physics example earlier. So for me, I would most certainly play them in both games. I don't think it makes sense. The way that the play-in tournament is now, they're about to have the longest stretch off that they've had since the All-Star break. They might as well play it out as long as health is not a concern. If somebody has something that's a legitimate, Santi Aldama, great example, right? His status up in the air. You know, whatever the injury case might be, that's different. If they can play, they should play. And then once you're in game, you check out how the minutes go. So that's how Coach Cole and Coach Mullinax would handle the coming weekend. How would you handle it? Let us know in the comments. Hit us up there how you would load manage the coming weekend. Coming up next here on Lockdown Grizzlies, we are going to talk about the crazy play-in standings as of this Friday. We're going to take a look at who we want to see, who we don't want to see. That's all coming up next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, 
It is time for the Nissan Aria Player of the Week. And this isn't going to surprise any of you, but the most electric player of the week for us here at Lockdown Grizzlies, brought to you by Nissan, is Jaron Jackson Jr. And it's brought to you by the all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Jaron Jackson Jr., 40-piece against the New mm. Orleans Pelicans, certainly wasn't the reason the Grizzlies lost five stocks on top of that 40-point performance. One of the best two-way players in the NBA right now is Jaron Jackson Jr., a really fierce defender of the rim, really impressive, elegant finishes at the bucket. He delivers on the concept of duality, both on the offensive and defensive ends of the floor, and so does the Nissan Aria, the perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria is the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. We're talking teams we want to see come out of the play-in tournament next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies on this beautiful Friday. It is I, Joe Molinax of Bluff City Media, joined by DeMichael Cole of the Commercial Appeal. Uh, two, if you're not subscribed to the Commercial Appeal, and if you're not subscribed to Bluff City Media, you got to get it together. Go to bluffcitymedia.co, go to the Commercial Appeal online, subscribe. You're not going to be fully prepared for the NBA playoffs without both of those subscriptions. Just want to put that out there right now. So get on top of that. Check out the Michael's work over at the CA, my work, and everybody else's work. At Bluff City Media. There's like 50 of us now uh, <laughs> over at bluffcitymedia.co slash join. All sorts of fun things as the playoffs approach. The play-in standings are kind of crazy, DeMichael, right? Going yeah. into this last weekend of the season, there are five teams that realistically the Grizzlies could see in a 2-7 matchup. And again, the standings change night to night. But Oklahoma City, Dallas, they're kind of fighting it out for the 10 seed now unlikely that either of those teams gets out of the plan because they have to win twice, right? Yeah. And they have yep. to win both games on the road. So it's possible, but unlikely. Plus, those are also the two teams that, again, roughly are multiple games under 500, theoretically the worst teams that we're talking about here. So we're going to focus on five teams that are all within two games of each other with two games to go. So again, theoretically speaking, any of them could be in the play-in as of this recording. The L.A. Clippers, which seems unlikely, they'll probably be the five, but we're going to include them for the purpose of math. Golden State Warriors, similar concept. The Lakers, the Pelicans, and the Timberwolves. So of those five teams, DeMichael, which one, if you had your druthers, if you had your choice, which one would you want to see land in that magic number seven spot, assuming the Grizzlies get the two seed? It's like an 85% chance at this point, I believe, in terms of probability. Memphis would have to lose both games and the Kings would have to win both games in order for Sacramento to get that two seed, which is unlikely for probability wise. It's improbable. So let's say Memphis is the two. Who do you want to see win that first game of the play in tournament and head to Memphis for a first round series coming up here next week? I'm going to say the Pelicans mm. because I, I don't want, I'm going to go ahead and air this out before Someone out there may recognize it. Early on Ooh. in the season when we were doing Locked on Grizzlies, I said the Pelicans were one of a couple teams that I felt would be a very tough matchup yes. for the Grizzlies. And that was with a healthy Zion Williams. Mm -hmm. Particularly because if you watch how the Grizzlies guard, we talked about this, how they guard Herb Jones. Mm. We haven't. I don't think that is something you can do with Jaron Jackson 
when you have Zion and Brandon Ingram in the lineup. It's worked primarily when you have only one of those guys in the lineup because you're going to need Zion. Uh, I mean, you're going to need a bigger body on Zion if Dylan is going to be guarding Brandon Ingram. So mm-hmm. Dylan can't guard Zion and Brandon Ingram like we've seen when one or the other is out. He guards the other guy, and Jaron Jackson Jr. kind of roams the paint. So with all that being said, uh, Zion's injury status is very up in the air. And I think of the teams that that we're talking about here, uh, the Timberwolves are another one that I think you know, would, would be a welcome matchup because the Timberwolves haven't had a lot of time for this new group to gel together but I'm going to sure. focus on I'm going to focus on the Pelicans in particular because the two times that the Pelicans have beat the Grizzlies they've had very out of body experiences from the three point line. I think uh now uh even after that one game where Herb Jones makes five three pointers the Grizzlies are going to continue to live with that. And we've seen how the Grizzlies when Jaron Jackson Jr is roaming around the paint they have the ability to limit uh, the Pelicans uh, in the paint. And then there's the other side of it, right? Jaron Jackson Jr. He is the ultimate mismatch against that team. Larry Nance Jr., too short, shoots over him all the time. Jonas Valanciunas, too slow, forces fouls on him just because he can just drive the ball past him. He is a mismatch anytime you play the Pelicans without uh, Zion Williamson in the lineup. And I think the Grizzlies just have the ability to take advantage of those things. We haven't even discussed, you know, uh, the John Morant angle of what mm-hmm. he'd bring to the table. Luke Kennard's three-point shooting kind of – I think the Grizzlies shot 10 of 30 from three-point range in that last game. Uh, how about adding Luke Kennard's three-point shooting ability to kind of go, even if the Pelicans do have a good shooting night, you can kind of have him to offset some of that. So I think the Pelicans are the team where if the Grizzlies were to play them, you're talking five, maybe six games. I would agree. I, I think that the Pelicans – Oh, boy, did we just agree course. again? Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> give another team just in a okay. moment, but okay. I think that if you watch that game on Wednesday night and you were scared of the New Orleans Pelicans, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's <laughs> nothing to fear. The Zion thing is key. I agree that's, with that. That's something it, to it fear. Really changes the defensive aspects of what Memphis is capable of. But if we're assuming Zion isn't there, then I yeah. think it's fair if there's a Pelican. And we had some Pelicans folks check out the Thursday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies. It's fair to assume that Steven Adams won't be there, right? Just, you know, mm-hmm. tit-for-tat kind of injury comparison. And if we're doing that, I think that the Grizzlies are able to overcome the Adams' absence in a first-round series. If it comes to that, again, injury yeah. reports, all that sort of stuff, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, if Adams is there, it's a different story. If he's not, of the teams that we've listed, I am least nervous about the Pelicans taking advantage if that makes sense. I'm least yeah. nervous of the Pelicans taking advantage of Steven Adams being out for all the reasons that you just outlined. Another team that I would not be as concerned about if Memphis saw them among the five that we've listed is, this is going to surprise you, the Golden State Warriors. Not that oh. I'm not, not that I'm not concerned. Oh. The, let me, let me, I, all right. Not that I'm not concerned that the Grizzlies could get beat. Obviously, the Warriors have beat them before. They could beat them again. That's not my point. I would not be worried about Memphis entering a game one tired. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like the the thing that happened with Minnesota starting fast, the surprising game one win for the Timberwolves, that's not happening if it's the Warriors. The Grizzlies will be ready if it is a 2-7 Memphis-Golden State. Could the Warriors win in six or seven games? Yeah, they could. I'm not disputing that. The Warriors are a good basketball team. I think we could all agree that of the five options, the Pelicans are probably the worst 
maybe you can make an argument for the Timberwolves, but with Cat mm-hmm. back, uh, that that's hard for me to do. Um, they're just healthier at this stage. The Timberwolves are. No, so, no, Nas Reed. That's yeah, a big, no, that's, that's true. Nas Reed being out, that's a fair point. So, mm-hmm. um, the Timberwolves and the Pelicans are pr- that bottom tier. The Warriors are probably in the middle, and then the the Clippers and the Lakers are probably the two teams that I, I'm, I have a feeling we're going to talk about here momentarily. Uh, but in terms of the Warriors, they're kind of the final boss for these Grizzlies. I just see that as destiny. Like at some point for Memphis to get to the NBA Finals, they're going to have yeah. to beat the Golden State Warriors in a seven-game series. Yeah, why not? Michael, Michael Jordan, Detroit why Pistons. Not? That's exactly right. That's exactly where I was going. Nailed it, partner, per usual. They're going to have to have that moment. And yeah. you might as well get it out of the way in the first round. And imagine the confidence. If the Grizzlies are able to knock off Golden State in six games in Golden State, or even if it's a game seven in Memphis, the, oh. the it will be 2013 knocking off the Clippers vibes. Mm. And the confidence will skyrocket, and it will become a positive rolling snowball downhill. So I kind of want to see the Warriors. And again, I'm for all the Golden State people that are going to come in here and comment about, oh, he's what he wants the Warriors. Okay. I'm not knocking your team. It is not a, I think the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies can beat them, but Golden State can just as easily beat Memphis. My point is Memphis will be ready. There will be no lull. There will be no layoff. They'll be chomping at the bit to get after the Warriors in a game one in Memphis next weekend. And that is where my focus would be, if that makes sense. So those are teams that we want to see. We want to see the Pelicans. We want to see the Warriors, or at least I want to see the Warriors. Yeah, Maybe you want to see the Warriors. <laughs> Maybe the Michael this year. Okay, so we both want to see the Pelicans. Who are some teams we don't want to see? We'll talk about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, as we've been talking about throughout this episode. The Memphis Grizzlies will be there. Chances are you'll be watching as well. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet does not win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, three points drained, everything in between. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams that we hope Memphis can avoid in a 2-7 matchup. Next, here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am your co-host, Joe Mullinex, joined by my wonderful co-host, DeMichael Cole of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee. I am a Grizzlies columnist for Bluff City Media, and DeMichael is the beat writer for the Memphis Grizzlies for the Commercial Appeal. Make sure you're checking him out at DeMichael C. Check out my work over at Joe Mullinex. Again, Lockdown Grizzlies, Commercial Appeal, Bluff City Media, we've got you covered. We've got you ready for the NBA playoffs. Make sure you stick with us. Uh, We talked about teams that we wanted to see, and I want to make sure I clarify, all right? I agree with you on the Pelicans. That would be my number one. For the sake of being different, I gave you my number two, who was Golden State, for reasons that you probably disagree with. So let's let's flip the script now. We're not scared of anybody, right? Mm -hmm, We always have mm -hmm. to give that masculine... You know, I, I don't fear nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah right. You're right? fine. Gonna, You're fine in gonna, the West, huh? I'm going to yeah. flex on the camera here in a minute. Um, you ain't ducking no smoke. You run up who, the chimney, right? 
Right. <laughs> I wonder if we'll hear any of that this year. Probably oh, not, no. but I, di- pro- I digress. The good old days. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. That's vintage uh, at this point. But anyway, I digress. Um, a team that you don't want to see, DeMichael. Maybe you don't want to see the Warriors. We've talked about this before uh, with a, a possible Golden State matchup. So maybe we'll rehash that conversation. Or maybe you're – because remember – I included the Clippers in this conversation as well. And if you watch the Clippers decimate the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday (laughs) night like I did, the Clippers, again, it's unlikely the Clippers are in this spot. I want to preface it with that. But Mm -hmm. since we included them in the conversation, maybe the Clippers would be your number one here. Yeah, so since – let me preface with one more thing I want to say. Sure. As tough as all those teams are, here's my hot take. I think the Grizzlies could beat every one of them in the series. Oh, sure. Every, every single, I, and and not only do I think they could beat them, I would project them to win a series against each of these teams. Now that we have that out the way, the teams that I think that you you, you don't want to play uh, the most, one would be the Clippers. Uh, but you know, there's the chance you could get the Clippers for a couple games without uh, Paul George and all that, and that'll matter. But as we've seen, the Clippers are so deep. Uh, how much does it matter when Bones Highland can just come off the bench mm-hmm. and just, you know, light up guys and Norm Powell can come off the bench and score 27 in a game. Eric, Eric Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, they got weapons, right? So uh, that's one team, but number one for me, I mean, Joe, we don't have to overthink this thing. It's golden state now. And I just said what I wanted to say as part of this, this is the year. And I've said this pretty consistently for the most part of the year. This is the one year where, Last year, I think I picked Golden State to win that series uh, in six or seven. Uh, this year, I this is the first time I feel like the Grizzlies can win that series. But it won't be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Because in order for the Grizzlies to win that series, I feel like history will have to happen. Not history and just the fact that the Grizzlies will be the first team to beat you know Golden State in the Western Conference playoffs in, since, what, 2014? Uh, not just that history, but Golden State. Uh, I don't know the number off the top of my head, Joe, but you know, they've won a game, they've basically taken a game in a series on the road. And I forgot the exact numbers, but I'm sure you've heard of the number. It's 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 a, a, it's a crazy amount mm-hmm. of consecutive series, uh, where Golden State has won at least one road game. It's almost a given at this point, it's happened for six, seven plus years. So if they win one game in Memphis, I think it's toast. I don't. I don't see them losing at Chase Center right now. I mean, that team is. They are. They are Golden State seventy three and nine, almost good uh, when they when they get in Chase Center. But on the road, they are. They're very, very, very bad. They are yeah, Golden they're, State. They're the two thousand and twelve Charlotte Bobcats. Oh yeah, the it, 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 that's how bad they are on the road. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> those varying levels there, but they've played better on the road as of late. And of course, there's kind of this thought now that they have Gary Payton the second and Andrew Wiggins will be back in the postseason that those two guys can kind of flip some of the tide in the postseason. So Golden State is at the top of the list for me. I still think the Grizzlies could win that series, but you you have no room for error. You lose one game at home. I think it's over. Grizzlies in seven would be my pick. Uh, I agree with you that it would be a hellacious series, but you know, like I said, they're the they're the Grizzlies' final boss they, to get to the NBA finals. Yeah, Obviously, it's a great narrative. Yeah, Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, dark horse Cleveland. 
you know, one of those teams will be there waiting for them. But just to get to that big dance, uh, the Grizzlies are going to have to go through Golden State at some point. But I agree yeah. with you, it would be a hellacious series. Yeah. I struggle with seeing the Warriors flip that switch. And I think we've talked about that before. You know, to be this historically bad on the road and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, look at us. We're, we can beat the number two seed multiple times. On, and, and, and don't forget, the number two seed has the best home court advantage in the entire NBA this yeah. year. Uh, in terms of wins and losses. So I, I would struggle with that, but I That's see a, your point. Yeah, and if I could counter with that, uh, in a different way, Golden State limped into the playoffs last season. Remember that first-round series? Steph That's Curry true. didn't even start. He started He started the series coming off the bench because, you know, he didn't play towards the end of the regular season. Then there was the Clay Thompson play a game, miss a game. Draymond Green, the back stuff. They limped into the playoffs, but they, they flipped that switch. When the postseason came, that it's that veteran, yeah. it's that pedal. It, Joe, you can't, you can't discredit. They had the Otto Porter though, and Otto Porter. He's gone really now. Well. He's long. They got gone. a lot of young yeah. guys that are going to be that they haven't earned their playoff scars. You don't just get to show Anthony, up. Anthony Lamb ain't no, ain't no yeah, Otto Porter. <laughs> correct. So I'm, I, I'm gonna, I, I understand you, but like I said, I'd still have them number two for me. Yeah. Um, for me, it would be the Lakers, which maybe is oh. a surprising choice. And I, you and Anthony Sane both are going to make fun of me for that, uh, talking about how old they are. Grandpa LeBron is going to knock – which, by the way, LeBron is my age, I think. Isn't he like 36, 37? Uh, he's uh, maybe he's 30, a little bit older. He's 38. 38. Yeah. So he's a couple years older than me. Yeah, you're Grandpa a young guy. LeBron. You're a young guy, Joe. Oh, he, right, he's an old yeah. guy. He's old says guy. The, says the gray in my beard. Um, <laughs> I, I think that with, with the Lakers, what makes me nervous, especially if you don't have Steven Adams – and again, maybe the Grizzlies will. If you don't have Steven Adams, that means that you have to put Jaron Jackson Jr. on Anthony Davis. You have foul to. trouble. Mm. Correct. And even with, you know, how much that can be overblown, of the guys in the NBA that can give Jaron legitimate problems, Anthony Davis is one of them. So LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you know, D'Angelo Russell, I'm not as necessarily as concerned about him. Grizzlies fans will remember last postseason. Right. Yeah. He actually helped the Grizzlies win a playoff <laughs> game uh, when he was with Minnesota. Um, but they, they are legitimately deeper. Austin Reeves ha- has become a decent to good yeah. NBA rotation player. Uh, you obviously have Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. The Grizzlies fans are familiar with those guys mm. as well. Uh, Mike Conley uh, is with the Timberwolves now as part of that trade. Um I, I really am interested to see maybe it's because it's just the aura of LeBron James and it would be a really fun series, right? To have LeBron there in FedEx forum. That would be pretty cool to see in the twilight yeah. of his career. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just the aura. And and again, I, you might say it too. I know Sane would make fun of me, a mutual friend of ours, Anthony Sane. Um, maybe I just still see LeBron as that unstoppable force. And if he and AD are at full strength, they're capable of losing to anybody, of course, but they're also capable of beating every anybody. And they are a different team now than they were three months ago. You you said the key full strength. They're not going to be at full strength. Uh, LeBron's foot is, is sounds like it's not going to be 100% at sure. any point. And, and did you, Watching that game against the Clippers you know, on on Wednesday. He looked you, old in that first half. Yeah, that, that was as bad as I've seen LeBron James mm-hmm. look 
And much better you, in the second but half. But you see in the second half as the rust mm-hmm. came off, but how much margin of error would you have if that's a playoff stage? Clearly there was a big margin of error in that game because you 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 built a big deficit to try to climb out of. So uh I just don't trust that. You know, that that's all it is with me. The talent, I, I agree with you. You throw LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and you know, D'Angelo Russell as you know, as a solid, you know, complimentary player. Austin Reeves has been really solid. Vando is just a defensive monster. I mean, he's he, fun to watch. He took Kawhi out of that game in the second half. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's like, okay, you, you're gonna play LeBron 40 minutes in a playoff series on on a bad foot. Anthony Davis in and out of the lineup because of foot soreness. D'Angelo Russell in and out of the lineup because of foot soreness. They all have bad feet over there, and and that's that's my own th- that's my only thing is the Grizzlies. Jaw's going to be playing 38, 30, 39 minutes, and Dylan Brooks is going to be extremely physical with LeBron, and he's not going to back off if LeBron's saying, "Ouch, my toe." You think Dylan Brooks is going to say, hey, my bad. Let me back no. up some. Oh, He'll stomp on it potentially. Yeah, he, he, might, he might say, oh, yeah, let me see and try to stomp on it. But uh, that's my only thing. I, I think talent-wise, the, the Lakers have a lot of talent. But uh, the Grizzlies, just their playing style, they're up and down. They're going to really, you know, force things tempo-wise. I feel like it's a bad matchup from that perspective for the Lakers. And uh, not necessarily it's the same case for a team that's as deep as the Clippers who can – withstand a loss or two or a team like golden state who hey you want to play up and down you're playing right into our hands so that's my case on the lakers i think talent wise you're on the money but i can't trust it those bad feet man it's it's, it feels like lebron will come out and have a 15 point game out of nowhere and people say what happened to lebron but in the end it'll just be he's babbling the foot stuff Mm, gotta get some insoles or something like that help as you get older i don't have insoles yet but i <laughs> i understand the allure of the new balances more than ever before maybe uh, lebron <laughs> needs to talk to Kawhi and get some new balance kicks uh but um now that we've shared you know i i we both want to see the pelicans the michael wants to avoid the warriors i wouldn't mind seeing the warriors i am a little nervous about the lakers the michael disagrees which is okay how do you feel what are you thinking Leave a comment for us. Let us know, and we can talk about it over the weekend. Head again to our Monday edition yeah. of Lockdown Grizzlies when Good all of these questions will be answered. We're very excited about that. The playoffs will be here. Thanks for making Lockdown Grizzlies your first listen today. Now make your second listen game-to-game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Lockdown game-to-game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Lockdown can deliver. Follow game-to-game on Lockdown NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Again, Monday's episode, the play-in tournament will be set. We will have teams to break down. We'll have a weekend of basketball to look back on. Surely we'll have some injury updates, whether it's Santi Aldama, Steven Adams, you know, all that sort of stuff heading into a few days where the Grizzlies can prioritize rest, recovery, practice, as you alluded to, getting prepared for an upcoming playoff series against whoever it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be go time come Monday, partner. It's going to be go time. I can't wait. I, I, I'm, oh, I cannot wait, man. I'm getting <laughs> pumped over here. You know, it's like it's like before the football game and you're hitting everybody mm-hmm. on the helmet and you're saying, let's go. Like, that's how I feel. And uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be fun no matter who it is, right? That's what makes the Western Conference race so fun. There's a great narrative attached to all the teams that we just mentioned and how it, how it uh, relates to the Grizzlies. So I'm um, – I'm excited, Joe. I know you're excited, and I'm, I'm excited. Tell you what, as much as one reason I don't want to go to Golden State is because it's the longest flight. 
I didn't oh, want to talk yeah. about that during the show, but it's the longest flight and it's going to be a layover more than likely. So uh, that's the gruesome part of going to Golden State, too. So with all that being said, I'm super excited for it, Joe. I know you are, too. And uh, we're going to have a we're going to have a blast here on Locked on Grizzlies to cover it. If we're talking about my mental health and my sleep patterns, I support oh. you completely on that. No California series. I would like to see either the Timberwolves or the Pelicans for yeah. that exact reason. And yeah. for you, particularly, I would cheer for the Pelicans because you get to go to New Orleans and eat some good oh, food and yes. enjoy yourself yes. down there. So well, let's hope for the Pelicans for selfish reasons for both of us uh, heading into uh, the, the play-in tournament. So we'll see how it all plays out starting on Monday. Make sure you're here with us. Thank you so much for being with us here on this Friday edition of Locked yeah. On Grizzlies. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts as proud members of the Locked On Podcast Network. Check us out on YouTube, rate, review, like, comment, subscribe, all those fun things. Continue to follow DeMichael. If you don't already do so, make sure you're doing so at DeMichael C. Follow me on Twitter at Joe Molinax. I write for Bluff City Media. He writes for Commercial Appeal. Wonderful work from he, from all of my co-workers over at and colleagues over at Bluff City Media. Make us a part of your NBA playoff experience. You'll be smarter about the Memphis Grizzlies for doing so, I can assure you. For DeMichael, I'm Joe. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Go Grizzlies in terms of closing out the season, first and foremost, on a healthy note. But Health beyond that, yeah. beyond that, hopefully the two seed and we're talking play-in matchups on Monday. Have a great weekend. Stay locked in. This has been Locked on Grizzlies.